Good morning. You've been in a coma for almost four months. <sighs> what? I'm sorry. What did I miss? Uh... Who's gonna win March Madness? I... How are the Lakers doing? <sighs> Can't wait to attend large social gatherings. What is this for <sighs> TikTok? I wonder what Kobe's up to. <clears throat> you can't, you can't Good morning. Step, okay, You've you been in a coma okay. for almost four months. You stepped... You, you, you stepped on the joke, you know? You, that's just the pit that you... That you, you, you I, feel like roll this, right I feel like that was your TikTok. You practicing? No, I, I, I wasn't doing anything. I just thought it was a funny bit of audio. Like, I was watching you and you were, like, mouthing the words. No, I, was, I wasn't mouthing the words. I was doing the facial expressions that go with the... Eh, So I have to deal with audience. You know, like first of all, they're not checking to make sure that there's like a memory card in the machine. I'm still mad and, about that. Yeah, me, me too. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm still livid about that. I mean, there was such a lack of teamwork. No one noticed that this, that the record symbol was blue and not red. It's not our responsibility, now, is it? Well, this is a team, and we rise and fall. I'm sorry, who's as whose board is that? Well, this is mine. Who's, okay. But, oh, okay. So does that mean? Enough said. Does that mean if, if if you're if you're not talking loud enough, I shouldn't say, "Hey, get up on that mic." I mean, this is a team effort. We rise and fall as a team. Neither of us are responsible for your soundboard. You are. Listen, you're supposed to know. I'm just saying, this is a team effort, and, and you I think failed. there's blame to go around. You failed. There's, yeah, there's blame. There's a lot of. Uh, Technical talk in this. A lot of a lot of technical talk and recrimination. And basically, uh, long story short, we recorded an incredible podcast. It was, it was, the other day. It was pretty good. It was really good. It was, I and feel it was yeah, strong. Somebody wasn't paying attention, and some other and people weren't paying attention either. Have the memory card in, and I am still mad. Uh, well, uh, me too, because some other people weren't, uh, you know, well, observant enough of their surroundings. You should be responsible for yourself. S- and you should be responsible for yourselves as well. And we are responsible for and ourselves. Your, and your we observations of We the let world. you put this thing in our living room. Oh, you know what? What else would you be doing, honestly? Anything else. Oh, okay, you know, listen. <laughs> I want to start with a little thought I had about this before we get into Tiger King. Um, I was thinking, your house didn't technically have a master bedroom until they removed the garage. I mean, I guess technically that's true. You had two, like, child-size rooms, the last person, and a garage. Which one would you have taken if you didn't have a garage? I mean, if we had the garage instead of the... No, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. If you didn't have the garage, we would Sorry. Not this house. <laughs> this Probably wouldn't have bought the house. Because <laughs> you would have looked at it and said, okay, so we have a full-size adult living room, a full-size adult kitchen, a full-size adult dining room, and a generous backyard, and two tiny little rooms, and one bathroom to share. Yeah, we wouldn't have bought the house. <laughs> very, very ranch style. Yeah, this was a very weird thing. And when you say ranch, I get the feeling that someone was actually going to plant a crop out back. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like uh, it's based on like the floor plan of like maybe like a ranch house or something. Right. Like that. I have no idea. Well, didn't a ranch house have like a larger bedroom for two people who are, you know, in in love and married? I guess you can see it. Well, I see it as more like quarters. You know? Ah, your <laughs> quarters. You know, you know, you're not spending a whole lot of time in the bedrooms. Well, yeah, you're out in the field working the till. Yeah. You know, milk the cows. Yeah, you know, or I don't know if you're if you're if you're um. 
if you're um, Nicolas Cage in The Color Out of Space, milking the alpacas. Oh, yeah. They had a really large house. They had a, they had a, a phenomenal house. The big version of it, not the smaller that version reason, of it. That for some reason... Right? Uh, just like, you know... This is like the version of it for like the American consumer. Yeah. Put on, you know, on a, on a neighborhood. They have like two levels plus an <clears> attic <throat> that they could turn into an office. And it was surrounded by like kind of a sloping hill, heavily wooded area that they were going to, for some reason, farm. Yeah. What, what was, what was Nicolas Cage's income revenue? Like what was his strategy for making income if his wife had a rough year? Uh. Exactly. Okay, listen. How, I think he was a writer, right? Wasn't he an artist? Maybe. They listen. They they rushed <laughs> into that so hard. For some reason, they 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 showed the daughter first. Yeah. Okay. Look, we're we're getting off track. We are getting off track. Um, let me see here. We are talking about episodes five and six mm-hmm. of Tiger King, and these were some. Uh, what wh- what would you describe these episodes as? Well, how about it's the first one? It's been a while. Uh, refresh our memories with some uh, some references. of your notes. Okay, hang on. Let's see. Let me see here. Actually, was it six and seven? No, it was five and six. I just, there's just some uh, SCP notes in between these two. Episode mm-hmm. seven is the last of the original run of it, and then there is okay, okay. a wrap up with Joel McHale hosting, which is pretty fun. Okay, so. Uh, it picks up, okay, so it, episode five picks up with Doc Antle for some reason. They're, they're figuring out, like, they, at the la- end of the episode before this, they, they hinted that, um, that Joe Exotic was being investigated by somebody. Like, yes. they, they were finding microphones. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Doc Antle is running, like, a chimpanzee birthday party. He's telling them, like, don't, don't let him bite the, the balloons and stuff. And he's, like, talking on the phone to somebody about, like, his liability or something. It's it's kind of not clear. Yeah, this is this feeling gra- like this is feeling like uh, Groundhog's Day right now. Right. Uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Did we already like have this done, conversation? I think we've had this conversation. Well, before. now we're gonna be like we're gonna oil our way through this. It's gonna uh, be like yeah. there was chimpanzees with pants. With pants. That was weird. They That's were a risky like maneuver. Jeans. That's a risky maneuver. Seeing that I don't think they care if they shit their pants. You know what? Uh, just a side note. Yes. Just add a little flavor flair to this uh, podcast mm-hmm. I never knew that um, they used young like what we would consider teenage or child aged uh, tigers and apes yeah. on television like whenever I see a tiger I thought it was like they would be using because we just saw um, the hangover. hangover yeah yeah, and they used like a, a young, a very young tiger. It didn't yeah, look like a full grown. It looked like, smaller than muscular. the ones like, yeah, the, the normal ones you see like uh, just Joe just hanging out with. Yeah. So like same with chimps. They don't use full grown like adult chimps because they're less easy to handle. So this my whole life growing up, I thought that chimps like looked like that full grown. You're right. <laughs> but then you realize, oh shit, they get big. Yeah. Chimps get big and muscular. Oh yeah, like like rip your face off big. Like, oh my god. Like if you see what they do to you just as a matter of self-defense, if they think you're going to mess with them, they bite off your fingers, gouge out your eyes and rip off your your genitals. Yeah. They should do a, a chimp king. I wonder what that would be like. <laughs> oh god. Well, I think Oprah did that and she was a queen and her, the best part of her day after that accident with the chimp was walking through the hospital and she felt sun on her face. <laughs> it was yeah. 
you sit there and you realize, oh God, like people get used to a lot of stuff. And uh, that's just like you, your level of happiness will get back to kind of homeostasis for you. Yeah. So like, because she's just sitting there like, oh yeah, my favorite part of the day is just, uh, you know, when the sun hits my, what's left of my face. And I just had this, I, I just, I could picture the look in my face as I realized that this woman is in something that no one else, everyone would consider horrific. And she's just dealing with it. Yeah. It's like that uh, situation where. She had that moment where she was like, well, I'm probably never going to see again. Yeah. So she had to deal with that now. Oh, okay. But uh, getting back to this, uh, we, we get back to it and um, we realize that um, Jeff uh, is a scammer and um, Joe thinks that it's because he has a little dick. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that may be him just eventing some frustration because uh, he was in prison at the time when he said that um, or jail. He, he hasn't I don't think he stood trial yet at this time. Um, Jeff had like a lot of pull because he he seduced him with this uh, lifestyle that he sold. Right. Yeah. So this is this is a guy like who looked like he uh, spent a lot of money but didn't make a lot of money or he spent as much as he made, and a lot of that was through scamming people. Yeah. So he'd go to, like, Vegas and stuff and have right. people, like, pet, like, the little tiger cubs and lion Yeah, he cubs would sneak them in to, like, to, like, Vegas hotels up into his suite, and then he would use them to get laid. Yeah. Which... You know, that sounds like a good plan to that's me, a, actually. That's, well, I mean, to get laid, yes. To live your life as a righteous human being, <laughs> no. <laughs> And yeah. that comes back to bite him in the ass in the next episode. So let's not get too much into that. Um, Jeff, he was also like a piece of shit in more ways than just, you know, like the, the saying that pussy gets you pussy. Yeah. Um, which really is like that. that is a, that's a, something he said on camera. Wow. Yeah. What else? What else do you got? Um, his handyman. Well, no, no, let's not get into that. Uh, first, before that, he started just firing people like he didn't like or that he thought was like a threat. To oh, this control. one, Jeff. Did Jeff Lowe take over in episode he, five? He, yeah, he, that's when he like that's when they kind of get into like what he did. He's, they start getting into what he did at the zoo when when him and and Joe were still there together, and uh, so Jeff starts like firing people, and he's a, like a piece of shit, like anyone who deals privately in tigers. Um, he's like calling people faggot when he fires them and shit, and I'm sitting there like, wow, you had to do that. Yeah. Like he is the kind of now you realize yeah he's the kind of guy who would just throw around the throw around the faggot word at people. Yeah. Just, just, just for whatever, you know, uh, he had a handyman who was like a total ex con and we realize how bad he is later. What was that guy's name again? Um, his name, Alan, Alan, Alan. Yeah. Alan. And you like, you look at him, you're like, well, he spent some time in the, in, in like <laughs> a federal prison. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was just, he, he wasn't in minimum security. He, he was like, this guy is like, no, no, he's probably uh, done some hard drugs and he's probably hurt some people. Probably for not that much. Yeah, I think um, everybody, every like crime kingpin has to have their their enforcer, their enforcer dude, who's yeah. just someone who's had a lot of experience and just doesn't really give a shit anymore. But he's a handyman, so he can do work around the place. And he's he listen. He's like the guy you can count on to keep his mouth shut. Yeah, for you. And like there was suspicion that he was using that to like using Alan as a as some sort of spy to report back to him, and I would not put it past him because like they they those guys are tight. Yeah, yeah. It was 
it was weird. And this guy just radiates an, a, a different kind of scumbaggery because he, he doesn't he doesn't deal in tigers, but he works around them. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, it, it rubs off. And, and around this time, um, he gets a guy named James to invest in his zoo. You know the guy, the fat dude who um, started oh. the pizza place? Oh, the pizza guy, yeah. Pizza guy. Oh, yeah. James Gerritsen. James Gerritsen. I was watching that, that I was watching that commercial on YouTube. Yeah. And it's actually kind of like enthralling. It's kind of hypnotic to see Joe Exotic come out. And he's like, if you like pizzas, pasta, and chicken alfredo. <laughs> he's sitting there like, I the, the best pizza in, in the state of wherever I am. Oklahoma. 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 This is, you could eat pizza in front of real live tigers. This is great pizza. He takes a big bite out of it. And um, spoiler alert, he's feeding exp- the, the expired meat to the customers <laughs> first. Okay, so there seems to be the hierarchy in how, how he feeds his tiger or everyone is expired Walmart meat comes in, and there's a pyramid of the people unloading it get first crack at whatever's still frozen or not as expired. Then is paying customers. <laughs> <laughs> then the tigers get fed from this bot, not even refrigerated box van that shows up with tons of meat. Yeah, I heard that that came like twice a week. Oh, and they're just unloading. I even saw one of the videos where he's coming out and he's like saying he's like trying to like justify it in a weird way. It's, it's I've noticed it's weird that like tiger people they try to like they try to miss lead you and kind of throw things in another direction. They may say things. They may say a lot of things that are true. But they don't equal what their end statement is. Yeah, they'll say like, you know, there's more tigers in captivity than in the wild, and we got to do something about saving the tigers. What when really they're not really doing anything. Yeah, to save and, and realistically, all she's doing is profiting off tigers <laughs> and using them in all the same, a lot of the same stuff that that he, it, it, she just doesn't like parade them through malls. Yeah, and then for the meat thing, Joe Exotic was like, you know, we this is just one city in Oklahoma. This is all the meat from just one city. And if you add, and this is like two truckfuls of it in one week. Ooh. And then he's like, and if you add up all of the cities in America that are throwing out this much meat, the, the landfill is getting more food than starving people out in the world. And he's just like saying like all the stuff that like it's kind so, of justifies it in a weird way. It's, it's technically true. But he's not really, he's but, trying to like justify the fact that he's using Expired, expired meat. <laughs> expired processed meat for human consumption, for human consumption now, and also for tiger consumption. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh god, and uh, oh, he ran for POTUS, ran for president of the United fucking States. And then all John Oliver does a joke about him, and there's like a meth joke in there too. Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. I was like. It's like take a like something on meth. Or I don't know. It's it's look look it up because basically it was like the the joke was, um, you know, because there's the whole idea of what candidate would you want to have a beer with, you know, Hillary yeah. or Trump or whatever. And he's like, well, this is the candidate that you would want to have a beer with, and another beer, and another beer, <laughs> and eventually until some meth. until, until the, you're drunk enough to try meth. <laughs> yeah, that's that was it. Oh, that was good. Oh man, he had some. He didn't really know much about Joe Exotic, but he can tell from that like five seconds of. You get a feel. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's got a very specific mouth feel. And that mouth feel is meth. It's meth. It's meth mouth. He's got some of the yeah because Joe Exotic has a great campaign as like I refuse to wear a suit. I have a, a lawyer like a, an adjudication against me from some bitch down in Florida. I'm gay. <laughs> I'm broke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
uh, let's see. Uh, Joe's campaign manager was miserable. Josh Dial. Josh Dial. He's like, these were the most miserable times of my life. And that's <laughs> like that, that was like his first line, basically. <laughs> it was my dream job. And I hated it. And he, he met him at the ammunition section yeah, of he, Walmart. He was, yeah, he was, he was the one that uh, he bought his copious amounts of ammunition and shootable explosives. Apparently from. he was there every day. Oh, yeah. Well, look. <laughs> he was like, he was there every day buying ammo. He and could, Tannerite. And Tannerite. <laughs> he could, you know, shoot like half as much and still shoot far beyond the average person's shooting regimen and be able to feed his employees. Apparently he was blowing shit up like he was blowing like he blew up someone's like trailer or something oh, his like trailer, that. Like, that? like yeah. a like another mannequin with Carol Baskin's face on it. <laughs> like, you know, what everything. And that, that that's one of the most disturbing things, honestly, is he he mocks up a, a mannequin with her with her face on it and on a web stream just shoots it in the head. <laughs> Damn, imagine living <laughs> living there for like a year and like Well yeah, I remember living in those trailers and just Every day, like he's blowing bearing shit. witness to this insanity. He's killing something or blowing something up. Or... Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. So this Josh guy, he 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 posits that Joe Exotic, um, he he ran as a libertarian, and um, he didn't know what a libertarian was. And I would say he was probably correct. Probably. He he. But he, he, you know, Joe Exotic. If I had to pinpoint. Is he Republican, Democrat, or or Libertarian? I would guess Libertarian. Yeah. Um, he, <laughs> but the, I think that's the closest description that's, to Yeah, some sort of weird anarcho-Libertarian conservative. I don't fucking know. Well, he can't be that conservative because, you know, he's super for gay marriage. And this was earlier on. Yeah, so he's not conservative. but And also he has a very, li- we learned later, he has a very liberal policy on drugs. Yeah, so he's, and he's not... Um, and he's really I guess for he, gun rights, he, so he's he, not that liberal. If he's, he's so he's a he is very much a li- I say liberty. He may not know what one is, <laughs> but he's a libertarian in so many ways. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying. Um, he he he's he's using this to like um he to um push his cat cause because he's like bringing tigers to Congress for congressmen to take pictures with and pet. You know, it, I think it, that's uh, Doc Antle's doing that too, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of them were doing that. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Joel. Oh, yeah. So, and, th- and this made um, uh, Joe's head even bigger because he became even more demanding and controlling. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. And um, they kind of get into his husband's too now. Yeah, this is the husband's episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, that was another, like, a subplot <sighs> in this is you find out that um, uh, Travis, was it Travis? Yeah. He wasn't gay. Well, neither was, was John. Neither was John. But they did love that meth. <laughs> and that, listen, if you, it's like the 80s. All you need is to be able to pet some tigers, have a free place to live, and suck some dick. So, yeah. And, you and can, then you get some meth. Yeah, and then, well, he bought them trucks and guns and stuff. Bought them too. trucks, guns, and meth. And let me tell you, like, I, I, I'd fuck them. I'm sure I, you would. I, I know you would. Oh yeah, for, for trucks, guns, and meth. Oh, let me tell you, that's like a paradise. And and big cats that might rip your arm off if you're not careful. Except for you, he would buy you like um, he would buy you guns, uh, anime lessons, ta- taekwondo lessons, or uh, whatever. Jeet Kune Do, but Jeet Kune Do. You, just, you, just, you could just say martial arts. <laughs> you can buy martial arts lessons. Um, yeah, he just set up a dojo there. A really big 3D printer. Oh, that'd be awesome. 
And then you'd be probably taking it or giving it. I don't know which. Who knows? Uh, let's see. <laughs> okay, quick question, quick, quick survey. Um, do you, Sam, do you think uh, Joe Exotic is a pitcher or a catcher? Top or bottom? Hmm. I think he's a bottom. Ooh, okay. I think he's a bottom too. I, I think he's a top. He's got he's got a lot of energy, and I get the feeling he's he's the one who's in control of that relationship. But he's, if you look, he's at, a power bottom. I okay, would say. <laughs> power bottom. If you look at the guys that he's into, they're like really big. They are muscular, masculine men. And he might be a little verse, but I think he's probably a power bottom. That okay. would be my. You know, I, I see I see where you're thinking, and you know what? I'm not going to say no. Is this also the episode where he talks about he has, he has a Prince Albert? Uh, maybe. Did you do you remember that? Or I remember. That, I remember that another that. documentary. No, it was. Oh, I, th- it I could remember be the one somewhere. that's on YouTube. I remember it from somewhere. But he claims that you can fit like a master lock in it. Yeah. So <laughs> nobody wants to know that much about nobody. anybody's genitals. Nope. Um, yeah, I think that was earlier. Um, what was it? Oh yeah. Um. So basically, Travis was like knocking up like other employees, like women at the at the zoo. Yeah. And this is like everyone's just like it's this great thing where they they cut it together beautifully. Where it's like, and Travis might not have been gay. And then he, they just have this cavalcade of other employees saying, uh, "He wasn't gay. No, he wasn't gay. He wasn't yeah. gay. He wasn't gay." Uh, I'm pregnant with his child. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> I, pretty much everyone was saying. Everyone in the documentary at some point, and they were like, "Yeah, that guy wasn't gay." <laughs> and then, like Joe, they finally got into Joe Exotic, and he's like, "Yeah, I fell in love with straight guys." Oh no, it wasn't Travis. Travis was the guy who um, he he um, he liked pot a lot. He was a prisoner with without enough pot, and he woke people up at gunpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's that guy's name? John Dial. Josh Dial. Josh Dial. Wait, he's John. Like, He'd be like, the, the campaign manager. The campaign manager. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, he, he'd wake me up at gunpoint. I'd wake up to a gun pointing at, at my face. At my fucking face. Like an episode of Venture Brothers. <laughs> and he's like, he'd go around pointing the gun at me. And I'd be like, hey, stop pointing guns at people. Please stop pointing guns at people. <laughs> Breaking, like basically, like there's like, there are three rules to gun safety. Treat every gun like it's loaded. Know what's behind your target. And only point it at things you want to kill. I think he broke all of those. I think he broke like all. Of, yeah, he didn't care because he was on, he was like sitting there playing with a gun, and in in front of Josh, and you see like he's like under the camera. Thank Christ, and you just see Josh sitting there like looking up from his computer like, no, oh, don't do it, man, don't do it. It's like me just telling someone don't like try to do a flip. You're drunk, don't do it, bro, bro, don't do it. And he's sitting there like, no, no, you know that the the Ruger or whatever won't fire without a magazine in it, and um, he was wrong. Yeah, like. You'd think you, if, if you're going to say that definitely, you would have tried it at some point. Or at least maybe you'd know that maybe not every single gun in Ruger's catalog has this exact same properties. Yeah. Maybe could have shot it to the ground. Anywhere other than your, like a human target. Like literally. Anywhere than your own body. <laughs> oh, God. Especially I, your head. Maybe you shoot it at your foot, you know? Yeah. I, it's, oh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be way better. Just blow off a toe. <laughs> but and, and you see this very real moment as like the Josh is sitting there like he, he sees him you see him jerk when he when the gun fires you see the flash yeah. and uh, Josh does like a very like it's not like acting where someone like has this huge emotional response his first thing is okay he's, he's joking right this is some sort of weird joke and he's not he's sitting there like dude Josh he's Josh. just making the home alone like scream face yeah and it's just, it's 
a human, the most human thing I've seen in this show. Like Josh is like the only likable character because he, he he just wanted to run a campaign. Yeah, it was his dream to oh I get to be in a political campaign. I get to be a campaign manager. I get to get into politics. Yeah, and stuff. like I mean, honestly, like uh, some a bunch of his employees are also kind of likable characters, but of the main people who you get like real long interviews with. They're all horrible people. Like, uh, what's his face who like lost his arm? Um, Staff. Yeah, Staff. Likable. Yes. Yeah, Josh. Likable. Even like the other like like you know criminal like uh, employees. They're just people. You know, they. I don't know about them not to like them. So they they seem like just kind of like scruffy dudes. Yeah, I mean, everyone was had some point in their life they were down on their luck. You know, life just didn't really work out for a lot of these people. Yep. You know and. They ended up uh, in a place, you know, looking after tigers and stuff. And it was kind of, I mean, it was a much better alternative. Looking after tigers was a much better alternative than what they all would have ended up. Yeah, they probably being. would have did something involving drugs. Um, so, Or some crime. Or know. crime, some sort of crime. Uh, Joe changed after, like, you know, Travis shot himself. And uh, before the change happened, we get, a, we get just the best uh, eulogy ever. <laughs> As he talks about, like, it's like my Travis was when he was made to make me laugh, and he would put his golden nuggets in my face, and it's like, oh, we've all seen his dick and golden nuggets. It's like, oh my, stop! His mom's there. <laughs> so you know why? <laughs> what did he say? He's like, I love those beautiful, beautiful genitalia. He's like, I know that they were good, and everybody mm. knows that he had the best balls because everybody's seen his balls. <laughs> it's like, just stop talking. It's getting worse. It's just it's. It's so bad. And then cut to next scene. He starts singing. Yep. <laughs> One of the songs that he doesn't actually sing, and he's just kind of like sort of mumbling over a recorded track. Yep. <laughs> oh, God, so weird. Um, we see um, after this that um, Joe Exotic truly doesn't wear a suit. He just has a whole bunch of like tasseled jackets. Yeah. Like, And that was weird to see. Like, It, it was like what you picture Batman's closet looks like. <laughs> Or like, um, like Ned Flanders, you know, it's just a yep. bunch of green sweaters or something like Same that. Same thing, just slightly ver- different variations on leather tasseled jackets. Uh, oh yeah, this is the one where he's talking about him um, putting padlocks on his uh, Prince Albert, <laughs> oh my which God. just sounds like uh, like a risky maneuver in so many ways. And they're like, so how long? He's like, I had this for like seventeen years. It's like what? The hell? Yeah, um, is that a Prince Albert for a long time? Let's see, the, the scammer guy moved to Vegas using Tiger Cubs to generate some money at the time. Um, oh, Travis, or no, I mean, um, Joe met Dylan, his ne- his newer, his newest husband, in married a chat room. Married within, what, two months? Married within two months. Met him in a chat room, married in two run- months, invited Travis's mom to the wedding of, of, like, the four people there. Yeah, just so that people would be like, oh, well, if Travis's mom was there, I guess it's fine. I guess. <laughs> It's just horrifying. And during this time, he was still running for, like, I think governor now. Yeah, he's running for governor of Oklahoma. And uh, so he's still working on, like, his campaign and parade floats and shit. Passing out condoms. With his face on them. <laughs> and and viewers or listeners, remember that. Condoms with his face on them for, for the next episode we talk about. He got 19% of the vote in his state. And that's... That's, equaling up to third place. Yeah, that is... Well, that was for the governor. Yeah. yeah governor. That is 18% more than I thought he'd get. Honestly, <laughs> that's like nineteen percent more. Um, is Perry he go- almost? He was uh, dangerously close to becoming, <laughs> yeah, mayor or governor of Oklahoma, getting a lot of power. Um, 
and th- and this is the point where he apparently lost his path. And they show like care for the animals was like on the decline. Like his, the the pens were getting like filthy. Uh, he was just paranoid, and it turns out it wasn't all that unfounded because now there are like more and more like hints of him being spied on by somebody. Let's see, and uh, yeah, it turns out there was a a federal investigation against him. Yeah, yeah. and that that leads us into episode six. So, um, let's see, Jeff Lowe. Wonderful, wonderful. That bastard. What 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 um what brand of clothing did you say he uh, liked? He's like Ed Hardy looking dude. Ed Hardy looking motherfucker. Wearing like leather jackets and like. Yeah, Oakley hat. <laughs> Oakley hat. And not like the leather jackets like Joe wears, like uh, biker leather jackets. Yeah, totally different uh, style. It's like it's like country fab. It's like, I don't know. Like, it's country, hard. To... Yeah, it's like Rascal Flats or something. I don't know. Well, he mm. beat up and strangled his ex-wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was um boy new levels of piece of shittedness. We we discover here. What was that fan theory that said that he was married to? Oh, it's a Carol Baskin. Baskin. That he looks oh. like her very first husband. The he does actually abusive yeah. one. She threw the potato at in order to run away. Right. And they're like, oh no, she just planted him so that he would kill or frame Joe Exotic or whatever. Yeah. Well, and remember those tigers that he was sneaking into um, hotels. Yeah. Well, that got him arrested. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it got him a lot of tail. So, I mean, you got to, like, get the risk-reward ratio here. So, like, how much how much sex with hot chicks is worth, you know, getting probation for a year? Apparently a lot. Apparently a lot. Because <laughs> he, he got a lot. Um, so maybe it was worth it. Yeah, it could have been. It, possibly. I don't know if I would go to that extent for, for it. So, yeah, this does kind of lead into, like, the la- what, later on when the investigation, because the judge says, listen, just stay out of trouble for a year. Don't do anything illegal. And it's like, I get it. Yeah, like, I know what you mean by stay out of trouble. It doesn't mean like cheat at Monopoly. It means <laughs> don't commit crimes. Understood, boss. I mean, um, don't do anything illegal. That's pretty much, you know, what... Um, well, anyone should do it anytime. <laughs> yeah, we should all be doing that. We should all be going about our lives and not doing anything illegal. <laughs> really? Should we start that every morning? It's like, hey, you guys doing anything illegal today? And if the answer is anything but a super fast no... <laughs> We know to keep our eyes open. But apparently, if you're in the world of doing stuff illegally, you have to be told. Or if you're in the world of private tiger dealing, that does not apply to you. Anything goes. Literally. Um, So Joe started locking Jeff out of the accounts. Like he, his suspicions and his his paranoia like was in full swing. And um, Jeff went to the bank to like get some statements. And he learned that there was like some sort of lock on the account, and the teller was like very talkative about like, oh yeah, I think there's some feds snooping around here. <laughs> like, and and what we find out is Joe was embezzling money, and remember those condoms with his face um, on them? Yeah, yeah um, he embezzled the money to buy those, and he still didn't end up winning governor. <clears throat> right? Seriously, like, what? That's probably why he was so down about it. It's like, man, I embezzled so much money. Probably not. That part actually, it was probably just because he lost. That's why he was down. Right, and and there's this great like argument where just Jeff is like he's gone from like the white knight in that office to like just berating Jeff's dumbass. It's like Joe, Joe, sorry, Joe's dumbass. So many J names in there. Okay, yeah. it's like you dumb fuck. You stole money for fuck condoms with your face on them. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't need another. Like literally, I don't need another felony right now. If you're saying that in your life. <laughs> 
Listen, if you if you commit a felony, everyone makes people make mistakes, and sometimes you know, life takes you in weird places. You know what's funny is like, don't you think when Joe looked at uh, Jeff Lowe, and then when Jeff Lowe looked at Joe Exotic, and they just look at each other, right? Yeah, and they start talking to each other. Do you think there's ever a point where it's like, I don't think I want to do any business with this person. They should have just looked at each other and been like, all right, now this is I, not going to happen. No, I know I know what you are and you know what I am because we are what each other are. <laughs> and this is just not going to turn out. No, this right. is not going to. No, they're both uh, greedy assholes. So, yeah. But I, don't, I think they're just so in that world that they don't even see it. Like they're like. Oh, I don't see myself in this person at all. Yeah, they, <laughs> you, know. you see, that's the thing. You, you, they say that you hate in others what you hate in yourself, mm-hmm. and I yes, yeah, so you, you don't. See, but you don't literally see like, oh, I hate him because he represents me. You just, on some subconscious level, know that. But really, you're just saying the whole time, no, I hate this asshole who drives like an asshole, and then you're probably <laughs> you hop in your car and then tailgate somebody. <laughs> Wondering, why is this guy doing 50 in a 45 zone? Come on, speed it up. So Joe destroyed evidence of his embezzlement. Uh, oh, is this where he... Uh, yeah, there's piles of like... Of, of, oh, yeah. yeah not not, not, he not destroyed, the alligators. No, no, see, that, that was earlier. That was the footage. Before. That was before. Yeah, that was the footage. He, listen. He, he likes to burn stuff. He likes to destroy evidence with fire. Listen, um, you ever see the movie Omega Man? No. Charlton Heston? No. Um, Basically, I see an I am legend. Okay, well, they don't have like um, they don't have like these philosophical zombies in this in the in the early, later one. But basically, they say what cleanses like fire, and nothing cleanses like fire. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay. Whether you're talking about the Anita Blake series where fire cleanses evil, or just philosophically or evidentiarily, fire, use that shit. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It's. And he, he got set to bolt. He started like snatching up tigers and like 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 just jabbing them. He's like in some, he's like hurrying up to like train well, these tigers and sell them. Yeah, he was trying to sell them off because uh, he was trying to get the money, right? Yeah, and get I thought a tiger back. would be worth a lot less than like three grand, honestly. Yeah, three or five grand. We could have a tiger. Well, seriously, if we put our money together in this backyard. Hey, listen, God, no. I have two hundred dollars in tips. I can put towards this right now. I got a I got a twelve hundred dollar um, stimulus check coming, huh? Whoa, and I got a twelve hundred. Oh, wait. Sam, that's we, three thousand. I, I am not. We could get a liger, no. and we could, and we could turn into that. We, no basically, way, no. It, it comes. A tigers come with meth. I found out. If we get them as a cub, we can. You can. We can go around. Oh, a hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah, get kids Mm-mm. to pet them at malls and stuff. Yeah, and listen, if we push it, we can get it to go like until it's like capable of killing that child. I mean, listen, if we're willing to take that risk with other people's children. Yeah. uh... That's how we know when it's like dangerous. Is just wait till it. It mauls like, mauls the first child. Yeah. And then you just give. Like, them all right, that's the tiger's yep. too big now. Time to go. It's like, <laughs> oh, sorry, kids. And it's like Timmy here ruined it for all of you. He got mauled. Aww. And then uh, as they're an adult, what else could we do? I guess we can just have come people o- come have people come over and just look at him. Well, right? you see, we'd all be using it to get laid because I would be used to get laid. You, we'd have to just alternate, like when we Jeez. have the tiger for sex purpose. It's like I bring some. Hey, you want to see my tiger? Yeah, we can. Um, I go keep and, it in miserable conditions. We can go in the backyard and like wrestle it for a little bit. Oh yeah, honey. But I hear I heard that. Um, oh shit! I can't. I don't want to bring this as another episode. No. Yeah, bring it up later. Bring it up later. So, uh, let's see. Um, but uh, let's just say that when Joe goes in there with the tigers, there's he's taken a lot of precautions to where he doesn't get mauled. Wait, did we did we cover that one where he got dragged by a tiger? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, that was, okay. I was worried we didn't cause that was, that a, was a rare situation in which he yeah. had something on his boots or he just, yeah, so, he someone just put fish oil, on sardine, his, oil. sardine oil, sardine <laughs> oil, just drags his, oh, that's still my favorite scene. <laughs> He's like, it was really funny, and then like it gets all dark when he starts shooting. It's like Whoa. I'm like, oh, did he kill a tiger? Like, <laughs> he, he's the idiot who got in there with like a four, like what a 280 pound tiger. No, these things are like 400, 400 pounds, I, I get, pounds. Well, that one didn't look as big as that. I don't know. It's like, probably like 300 pounds. It's probably around 300 pounds. Yeah, he got in there with like a like mostly muscle 300 pound tiger. Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, so basically, Jeff, I keep saying basically, but Jeff. Um, realizes what's going on, tells him to get the fuck off of what is his zoo now, yeah, and, and threatens to murder him. And no one knows what's going on. It's a big panic. They're like, oh, well, I guess like um, something's finally happened to her. Joe finally has to leave. Yeah, <laughs> like finally. Like this was a foregone conclusion. Like at some point, like he was going to have to leave town. Right. Like we, he was just causing too much damage. We, to- we knew that he, <laughs> people in the area were surprised he stuck around this long. <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, he's selling tigers. They thought like, you know, some... They had no idea. There was Someone like a was going to try and kill him or something. <clears throat> I don't think they had any idea. It was like a federal investigation. They're like, oh, well, it looks like um, he's having to take off. He's losing. Some, someone lost money somewhere and they have to sell tigers. Right. And so Joe, he goes to an undisclosed location. Undisclosed. I love that. In Oklahoma. <laughs> still in the same state. Still still got tigers. Yeah. So he, he managed to snag a few up. He's with his uh, his new boy toy. Very handsome boy toy. Let me tell Dylan. you. Dylan. Dylan. Dylan's a handsome man. Well, I think he was like, how old is he? 19? Yeah. And dedicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. So let's see. Um, I love that bit where the, the producer of this documentary is talking to Joe because he went to, to, to that zoo and he knew immediately. I think even though he was still in prison, right? Or was he not in prison at that point? It's hard to say, but basically, God damn, I keep seeing this. Uh, but he, he knew very quickly, like, He's got like some some inside man still at the zoo, like feeding him information. Because how else would he know so fast? So fast what? Sorry. That that the, the producer went to the went to the his old zoo. He's sitting there calling him. He's like, I knew you went to the zoo. It's like that's how fast word travels here. Oh, yeah. I'm like this is like some fucking like Dune like House Atreides House Harkonnen like in, <laughs> intrigue shit. Word does. Can, can you tell I've been fast. listening to that audiobook? What audiobook? Dune. Oh. House of Trades, Harkonnen. Come on, man. I'm not really paying attention. You should. It's great. This is phenomenal <laughs> stuff. Um, well, what a podcast we run. <laughs> we run a tight podcast. We, the, the tightest. Uh, let's see. Rumors now are starting to form about the contract killing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Joe like contracted a hit. <clears throat> Did he contract a hit, like, for most people's opinion, like, just, like, at the park? No. Did he talk about it all the goddamn time? Yes. And everybody kind of joked about it, so... Everyone joked about killing her, so I guess that was kind of on his... Like, something that he had going for him. Right. Like, oh, everybody talked about it, you know? Everyone wanted to kill her. Right, yeah. Everybody said the same thing, and they all joked about it. Let's see, Fat Pizza Guy, he, um, like, he was saying, like, oh, yeah, he totally did that. But then Joe Joe Exotic's sitting there like, listen, that idiot's a guy who, like, he stole, he sold a stolen car and pulled guns on people. Like, he's a piece of shit, too. Yeah. And, like, what gets him in trouble, like, gets him turned, like, literally informant (laughs) in this, like, low-stakes bullshit is like a, some lemur he got 
<laughs> illegally without proper paperwork. <laughs> so his lemur situation is what turned him to an uh, F, uh, FBI informant. Well, and, and not the, that at first, because remember, it wasn't the FBI who showed up first. It was the Fish and Wildlife Feds. <laughs> yeah. Which, what do their suits look like? Like, like the Fed, like FBI get like black suits, like Fish and Wildlife have to wear brown suits. <laughs> Probably. They'll, they'll look like uh, Steve Irwin or something like that. And the pizza guy was talking about, like, yeah, Jeff and Joe talked about killing him, like, Carol, all the time. Like, they loved the idea of just that woman being murdered. Yeah, and then they had a lot of footage of her riding her bike and stuff. And yeah, they're, like, that was the huge plan. Like, she always does this. And eventually it gets to the, the handyman. What was his name? Uh, Alan. Um, like, Alan, he's sitting there like, well, yeah, yeah, could you kill him? And uh, he at one point says, oh, yeah, totally. What we find out is that he says, yes, I can. And you want the head here? It's like, no, take her to the swamp and dump her. <laughs> so you think, the, you think this guy was not an informant. <laughs> so, so I think it's kind of funny. This guy was not an informant, but he was like, yeah, I'll kill her. <laughs> and he still ends up getting. Well, yeah, because he was, well, he knew. It's like, well, like how does this he... was not part of the plan at all. It's no, like, it was not. And the, the Chucky dude was like, what's his name again? Oh. James Garrison. James, yeah. James Garrison was Garrettson was watching this. Yeah, and as this started <laughs> coming like, out, like, because like Jeff was figuring out, like, oh, there's an investigation, and so he ma- he meets up with uh, James and um and, and Applebee's to like work out, like, okay, we need to like turn on him. Like, you've got this lemur situation, and I've already gotten a, ju- a judgment against me. We have to turn state's evidence against this this idiot. Yeah, so I guess they were just doing that to save themselves. Yeah, so James, like, oh, yeah, he he ratted out about um, Alan talking about this, but they didn't have, like, evidence. Like, yeah. uh, no, no one knew that um, that he he actually paid, or Joe had paid Alan, like, $3,000. And then he was going to give him, like, another $2,000? Yeah, or something. Or something. So, and what we find out is um, yeah, that's some- that Alan, he, he was, he disappeared, and everyone's, like, freaking out, like, oh, God, he's gone to ground, this, this high-end international assassin <laughs> or wait no sorry this dipshit he's driving on to florida he's gonna go kill her. he's gonna go kill but really he just kind of at some point just says no i'm gonna use the three grand as party i don't know how far he got between oklahoma and florida yeah but at some point he stopped and he was just going to strip clubs and stuff yeah exactly he was, he was just using the three grand to have a good time and and he didn't even know that he was being investigated i think that's just the funny part where it's like he was willing to do it but he was, he was also willing to just turn on Joe. <laughs> and it, he, there was enough of him saying yes that it was enough for the, the government to say, yeah, uh, that technically counts as a contract killing. <laughs> yeah, well, but we need the money. I know you have conspiracy and like multiple people like corroborating this, but the feds have such a weird playbook, I found out, like listening to this podcast, Reasonable Doubt, where they'll, they either need like a money transfer or a, um, or a, a wiretap. Mm-hmm. But if it, but but short of that, they don't want to move. So other places will be like, no, you um you conspired. We'll we'll charge you on that. But the feds are like, no, no, we need these very specific things for our weird playbook. And so they get that finally. Like at some point, Alan just says, oh yeah, he paid me. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Who, who said that? Who who said that? It, it, it's me, Alan, the the shitbag who was willing to chop off a woman's head. Okay, it's like because uh, um was it uh, Jeff the um the con artist. He's sitting. He has. A, he's like having this conversation with his buddy. Like, listen, I'm not gonna put words in your mouth, but you need to tell him that they paid you and that you you were gonna murder somebody. And my thought is, maybe he shouldn't just get off off. 
you know? Like, if you say yes and accept money for a contract killing, maybe you should get some time in prison. Yeah, no, like he should, uh, like he should get some. Because you were you willing to murder a woman, like, at least like you're willing to take the money. Maybe it shouldn't be like, well, I guess I'm still working for the the quasi-rapist douchebag. But he was saying like, he wasn't going to do it anyway, I think, right? He said he was just going to go and use it to party anyway. Yeah. Like, he was just spent t- it on like hookers and He said he was just tired of uh, Joe. Oh, man. And uh, let's see. James. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, so I think it was Jeff, uh, Joe, and uh, his, his, um, his boy toy. They said they were in Belize. Like, this was the next place they said they disappeared to. And for s- somehow, uh, James knew that that. That wasn't Belizean water. Florida panhandle yeah, water. He's, in he's fl- like, that's Florida water. That's Florida water. <laughs> I know. I've, water. I've sniffed enough of it after the, the, the college girls who go there. I like, I like to, I like to <laughs> go right up down to like right to just above where my nose is, just above the water, and I'll follow the, the co-eds around and sniff the water, see if I can get something off of that. So that, that's the only way I can guess he had like intimate knowledge of Florida water. Yeah, so the, the color really you know, sticks you really, you can really remember that specific blue. Oh wait wait, let me see here. I, I think I looked up his website. What kind of water is from? Where, oh yeah, here it is. Yeah, he's got a website. Um, he oh wow, he's got a video where he just like they t- they show him a picture of any random part of the ocean. He can name it. So I you know what I was wrong. The man is a savant. Um, and it kind of ends with um, let's see, Alan flipped he and he um he got off um. Yeah, he just got off. Um, uh, was it James? He's still just uh, running a shop now. Like everyone else who's also a, a criminal, let's be honest, is out of prison. And the and they, they want the feds wanted Joe for some reason. Yeah, like they want Joe. It's like what about all these other terrible people? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, unfortunate, huh? Even there's even someone who possibly killed their husband that. Was part of it too, Carol Baskin. Carol fucking Carol Baskin. Baskin killed her fucking husband. Can't convince <laughs> me that it did it happen. There's this TikTok where they do that, like this that that one chick who we think is not very talented on TikTok, but she has a very nice um, well, she has nice boobs. Um, I follow her on TikTok and she does that that dance. Carol so. fucking Baskin. So yeah, it's look. I think what we need to do now. Is say good night to our dear listeners. And you know, there's two more episodes left. Two more, two more episodes of Tiger King. Yes. Oh yeah. my God! Listen, this may not be as good as our first round at this. It wasn't. And I blame. I was super I blame you like not as into this one. And we talked about coronavirus too. We, we did, did talk about coronavirus. Listen, the numbers are looking good. A lot of places are are I've peaked and are going down. Oh, download it. Talk about peak. That song peaked. Yeah, it did. You know, we're coming out with tests. We're going to get some antibody tests. It's looking like a lot of places, people in places like Chicago, like 50% of, to 30 to 50% of the people tested have already had it, which really changed the math on this. I think, I think this is going to be a, this is going to end and there may be more waves, but it's not going to be as bad as we think it will be. Yeah, I think that's a good optimistic way to look at it. And I think, I think you're right. All right. So that being said, I'm your host, Spike. I'm Samantha. I'm Victor. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Transmit Podcast.